The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's up, y'all? This is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Thank you so much for being here. And as you know, I love to go around the planet trying to find the best people on it. And I found one today. Her name is Renee Harris, and she started a hobby business, right? So I know a lot of you are starting like these side hustles and these uh, things where you are starting this hobby. So she's selling handcrafted lotion uh, bars, and as she did it at a local farmer's market, and she wasn't even intending it for it to become or she wasn't intending to become an entrepreneur i know a lot of you who are listening are entrepreneurs but after having some some success in the market renee and her husband decided to take a step of faith and make made on skincare a full-time business and the reason i wanted renee on here because i love that she started something that she was passionate about and it actually became her business so renee thank you so much for being here how are you today good thank you it's great to be here I'm glad you're here. I have a lot of, I mean, I love my audience. Uh, it's it's a beautiful audience and they are um, always interacting. And so I love bringing people here who did exactly what you did. They had a hobby or a side business or something. And then they, they're using it now to like show other people that it can be done even through like the yucky stuff, right? Even through the stuff that we don't like when we're entrepreneurs. But Renee, tell us a little bit more about you. Yeah, in fact, I want to add to that. We started during a recession. And so now, you know, fast forward to now, it's a recession. So in a way, yeah. for us, it was a little bit of a necessity, but right. it worked and it totally changed our lives. So I know there's a lot of fear going into another recession. What does this mean? So hopefully I can offer some hope to people yes. about that because we went through all that. And so I am a mom of nine. My husband and I have nine children. We live in Northern California and we've lived in the area that we live in for um, well, I think it's going on 17 years. So we love where we live. We also kind of got hit by that recession. There's a layoff involved in that. Mm -hmm. We started a business without having any experience at all. And then we just went from there. So that's, that's pretty much where we wow. are now. Wow. Are you talking about the recession in uh, 2008? Yeah. 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 Oh, that was bad. I lost my house, my cars. I lost everything. So oh. yeah, that was a bad recession. <laughs> but you know what? That's scary though, Renee, right? Because you're, I mean, I'm sure that you know, you had, I don't know if you had uh, all of your nine children at that point, um, but to know that a recession is here, uh, know that possibly, and, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but possibly maybe your husband's job was on the line or maybe yours or something. And that's a very scary moment. So what in the world <laughs> made you say, you know what, let's do handcrafted lotion bars. I mean, it's a great idea, but yeah. I just, I'm just like, I want to know where your mind was at. 
Yeah, well, what happened with that was my husband worked from home, so he had a tech job. We live in the part of Northern California that is not the Bay Area, so it's not like we can just drive and get the next available tech job. Mm-hmm. And we saw the handwriting on the wall for the, you know, this was this was kind of around 2008 and 2009 is when we actually started the business, but I did not go I was actually I was a stay-at-home mom at the time. Um, we had seven kids, and I was just doing more like handcrafted stuff from home. So I hadn't thought of starting a business. I hadn't been in the workforce either. I was a, a high school teacher and then an ESL teacher for adults after that. But it had been years so since I had taught or been in the workforce. And at the same time, my husband working from home doing his tech job, and I was homeschooling the kids. So there's another connection because now a lot of people right. are homeschooling. Right. Um, I wanted to do something that was just a little bit different and get my two oldest boys who were eight and 10 at the time involved in helping me do something unique and different. And I think I always kind of had a little bit of a bug that I wanted to actually try to sell something or just, you know, do something entrepreneurial, but had no experience at all. So a farmer's market was coming into our town and they were looking for vendors and I had I had before to back that up a little bit, I always had a skin issue with my hands. Like they get super dry and cracked and I'm washing diapers all, you know, changing diapers, washing my hands. So I get those splits and cracks in my hands and my feet. And I've always had that problem. And around 2008, I had finally figured out a fix for that. And it was a, what's called a lotion bar. I had never heard of it at the time, but as I was looking online and, and researching in some soap forums, I found that there's this thing that works great for um, dry skin and it only had three ingredients. And I thought I can try to figure out how to make that and see if it fixes my skin. So I found um, the easiest recipe I can find online because I didn't want to invest a lot into it and brought the ingredients home from the natural food store and made it. And it was just like a life-changing thing for my skin. So Mm -hmm. that was just a thing for me that I felt, oh, this fixes my skin. And then my son, a couple months later, he had developed some kind of a mild eczema that was seasonal. It wasn't anything super serious, but I used the same lotion bar on his skin and it really fixed it, got rid of the, and he wow. still uses that today when it, when he breaks out in some eczema, he'll use the bar on it. So the same three ingredients that worked on the bar back then also helped him uh, with his skin and my dry skin. So I, I put that thought aside. I didn't think, oh, let's make a business out of this. Right, <laughs> right. And I saw this farmer's market. Just necessity at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no clue. I mean, that wasn't even on, you know, that wasn't even in my mind. And so when this um, the sign showed up downtown, we're looking for vendors. I thought, oh, that might be kind of fun. I'm homeschooling the kids. Let's just go do something fun. So then we had to dig into how do you create something that you're going to sell? How do you market? How do you make labels. I mean, all that stuff was brand new to me. I wasn't very artistic I, and I didn't have money to just go out and hire. Right, the experts. Right. So a lot of it was just figuring it out for ourselves and then showing up and then, you know, all these like really professional looking tables. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> we only have one product. We don't have like soap and all this other stuff to sell. We just have one thing. So then it, it kind of like I had to think inside the mind of a potential customer like okay mm-hmm. well i can't compete with someone who's got a million lotions and creams and body butters i only have one thing so i'm going to focus on what it does and what it fixes mm-hmm. so we just made this whole um table and signs that said you know this fixes your dry skin and so it was just like this one thing and amazingly enough people would come and we had samples so i feel like all of the stuff i learned was just really on hands what would i want right. if i was a customer and so that really helped and 
my boys enjoyed it. So that was just a season of um, just doing some farmers markets. We weren't expecting to get rich off of it. It was just really a market research time for us. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, my husband's um, job, they were starting to take away the extra cell phone. You had mm-hmm. to go buy your own printer supplies. All those yeah. little things that were starting to add up on our budget. We're like, oh, maybe we need to start trying to sell a little bit more lotion to pay yeah. for the things that we were used to from this job. And um, we started to kind of build up the farmer's markets and expand a little bit. And then we got the notice that he was getting laid off. And so that was about nine months after we started doing farmer's markets. Which is not a long time. I know. Not a long time. And then you're in that decision-making phase. Like, what do we do? Because um, I think by then we actually had started to sell online. And in the meantime, I had reached out to people to try the product mom bloggers back. This is 2009. So now by then mom bloggers were huge and I could reach out to the mom bloggers and have them try it and they could uh, become affiliates for us. And so we really built it on that platform. So when the notice came in, I was pregnant with number eight. I mean, she was just like a month from being born and we just decided, okay, we have to make a decision. We're going to have to move away from where we love because we're kind of out in the boonies and head to the city (laughs) and get a job. And that might mean that my husband's going to have to take the travel jobs or all the, yeah. the horrible jobs that nobody wants, or we didn't know what that meant. So we decided let's just take that risk and, and try to make this thing work. So we did, we just went all in and um, built the wow. shop online, the whole e-commerce thing, figured that out, built an email list, which is really, that was our bread and butter the whole time and um, started selling online. So we were able to take that and replace my husband's income with doing this full time within about a year and a half. So that was able, we were able to actually replace that income with what we were doing. And that just changed everything. It changed the way we raised our kids, their future. I mean, it was just that forced us into it, but it ended up being a really good thing in the end. Wow. Wow. And you know, I, I love this um, transparency of this journey uh, because I think that most of us should really recognize that it takes a lot of work and a lot of effort and it takes a village, right, Renee? I mean, it takes a village to do this stuff. And, you know, you were kind of doing this on your own. I know that your husband was also helping you. And, and even with two people, sometimes I feel like, like this is a lot, right? Um, so you learned, you, you sounds to me like you were pretty much self-taught, like you were just trying things and going with it, right? Like the email list and the, you know, e-commerce and all that. Is that correct? Yeah. It was like library books. I mean, That was like Seth Godin. We followed a lot. We just got oh, I love Seth the Godin. library. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. was like podcasts weren't really around back then right. as much. But if we found it, we just hooked on and listened. And then, of course, just having to switch roles was huge. So it's not even that you're just, OK, there's two people now doing this one thing. We should be able to get this to work. You're doing like two people who are now switching roles right. and, and trying to maneuver this. And what if I think this way and my husband thinks this way? Who's right? You know, who do we go with? Right. And then you, in the meantime, you've got a lot of little kids. I was just going to say that, right? Don't forget that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. We're educating them at home. We didn't want to send them off to school, right. which would have been a lot easier, but we didn't want to do that. So there's just like all these different factors that we had. Yeah. To so I would say that's probably the hardest year of my life is when we started that. Oh, I'm sure. But it ended up being one of the best because of where it ended up taking us. So it was, yeah. it was hard that sounds exciting. And let me tell you a year and a half is not a lot of time. 
Not yeah. a lot of time to have replaced the income. That's really amazing. Did you end up moving, by the way, or did you stay in the boonies, like you said? Still in the same place. You say, yeah, you say yeah. good. Because, well, you know, when it's your home and it's your heart, that's hard to make that decision, right? Mm -hmm. That's hard. Now, did Hubby ever go back to work or did he stay on the bit? No, really? No. Renee, yep. that's awesome. Yeah, we worked together on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's really good. So, what was like the biggest lesson you think you learned in that hard time? Like, you know, cause I know, you know, I know, you know, being that me and my husband also, when we lost everything was really, really hard. Right. So there, there's these great moments right now, Renee, where you can actually talk about how that felt when you hit that year and a half and you saw the income coming in. But I know that there were days that were not very good. Right. I know that there were days that were, yeah. Right. Yeah that oh, were yeah. very hard and that you felt like giving up and you just didn't understand where the next dollar was coming from or the next meal or the frustration of it all. Right. Because that's reality. That's, that's, yeah. that's reality. What got you through those moments? What was it that, what was it that you saw and then what got you through the moments? I think, I think part of it is just acknowledging that each with, especially with my husband and I, we had to acknowledge the gifts and the differences that, we each brought to the table that. because mm -hmm. it was really, you know, especially when you're used to doing something one way and then you have to switch things around. I was the one that had been homeschooling and then Jonathan took over a lot of that and said, you know what? I don't want to, us to just educate kids and get them, get them to the point where they're just following what we did. We had degrees, we had, you know, the whole life that you're supposed to follow the college education and all of that. Right. And, we didn't want necessarily them to have the same path. So he wanted to better prepare them by the time they left our home. Cause we're also thinking, okay, that's, that's nine degrees right there that we got to pay for or right. help pay for. I right. mean, that's how do we prepare them if that's the route they're going to go? And is there an alternative? So we ended up doing um, just taking advantage of our situation and teaching mm -hmm. them about entrepreneurship. So, oh, now, that's, so good. that's what happened is they became entrepreneurs. So the that's five so good. Yeah, that, are, that is so good, Renee, because that's not taught, right? No, I mean, they, they don't even teach you in school how to balance your checkbook, let alone become an entrepreneur, right? Right. So I, that's, that is education that, first of all, cannot be taken from them. And two, no matter where you put them, they'll be able to start something. Right. right. Because it's a mindset. It's it's a lifestyle and a mindset that happens when it's entrepreneurial. Right. That's mm -hmm. really powerful. Right. So how old are your kids now? If you don't mind me asking. My youngest is six and then okay. my oldest is 24. So wow, I have, great. Great. yeah, my 24, 22, I have um, 20 year old twins and then an 18 year old. So they have all moved out. What's nice too, is that I know there's always the fear of the boomerang children, you know, that come back yeah. and we wanted to make sure like if that, you know, if that happens, of course, you're going to take your kids in or whatever you need to do. But we also wanted to make sure they were prepared to be out on their own. And so far, none of them have come back to say, I need help. I need money. I need. So they were definitely prepared. And that was because my husband took their starting them at like around age 12. They would help us with the business That's and we great. would use them in ways that it's their their interest or their talents. You know, the things that they're good at, so they would yeah. turn around and help us. And then we would turn and, and either pay them sometimes with money. If we had it, if we didn't have it, we would pay them with snacks or right. computer time, you know, whatever. Right, right. But they would get rewarded for their help with us. And at the same time, they're developing their own thing. So our mm, five yes. kids are out on their own. They're all very unique. None of them is, none of them are selling lotion. You know, I'm still waiting for that daughter who will take over the business, <laughs> but they're all doing their own unique things because 
they learned early on, like, this is a struggle, but you right. reward yourselves when in good times and you prepare for the hard times. Right. And for them, whenever they wanted things, they would have to earn their own money for that. Right. So and we encourage them, you guys develop your own thing that you can sell. So, you know, for all of them, pretty much by the time they were 16 and some of them 14, they were already. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Making a little bit of an income. And then they would put that back into the thing that they were working wow. on with interest wow. to get better at it. So we didn't have to pay for all of their tools and resources. They learned that, okay, I got some money from this job. I'm going to turn it back in so that I can take the next class or um, hire somebody to help me or whatever they needed, or maybe it's a camera, whatever they need, whatever they're doing. And they, they got that mindset. So by the time they were 18, they knew how to make, create their own income based on what they were good at. That's so good because that's not something you see a lot of. I mean, I think you, you see some, like some of it, you know, now, especially with social media, people are doing a lot of stuff on social media and creating on social media, but it's, it's, um, it's not something that's taught. I, I know that right. it's not something that's taught. So I'm glad that you're doing, you, you know, you did that with them. It's powerful, right? It's a powerful thing to, to then see your kids as they're growing shift and do that as well. And you're like, wow. Okay. So they did listen, <laughs> even though yeah. I didn't think they were always listening, but they listened. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so now we are, uh, you are, you're still running this business, right? You still have this business. You said your husband's still in it with you as well, right? Yeah. 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 So that's still with that. We have no, our different roles and responsibilities within the business, but yeah, he's still, he's still definitely in it. I'm in it. Then we're starting kind of another side thing, partly because of what we're talking about, realizing that kids really need to, you know, before you start signing them for soccer and choir and, and football and whatever, parents can see that maybe they need to think about those things first before they rush them into those activities. Wow. And, and so we're teaching, we now as a side thing, and this is more his thing than mine, but we help each other out is that he coaches parents on how to do that based on how we did that with our kids. Yeah. So you're teaching kids to develop those talents and interests. And he says, a big thing he says is like, they need to be learned early on how to bring value because kids will spend like hours on just you know gaming for example yeah, exactly. or they say oh i know i'm going to be a youtuber i mean we deal with that with our kids every now and then like i'm going to be right. like him and then we realize okay but how he, that right. even that kid didn't get where he is without a lot of work along the way so you right. talk about those things but you start to develop some of those skills and um, talents in them that they start to latch on to and the sooner they're able to make that first dollar then they realize oh this is repeatable i can actually do right. this Right. get better at it. So your husband wants to start a, a start aside thing where he teaches parents how to lead the kids into that? Yeah, okay. we've already. Because you could also, you could also, not to give you another thing to do, but you could also, you know, have a program to teach children entrepreneurship. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you can yeah. have a whole course on that where parents can sit with the kids and actually teach the kids how to be entrepreneurs. Right. Yeah. So anyway, not to give you another assignment. So we're just going to go <laughs> off of that. But I mean, I just thought it was brilliant. Right. Because you think about like I was thinking about my grandson, he's 13. And I saw a, a like a um, advertisement come up that teaches children coding how to code. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm yeah. like, wow, that's actually really good. So imagine how good it would be to teach your kids entrepreneurship. Just right. saying, Renee, just yeah. throwing it out there is all I'm saying. Well, anyway. we love actually what's worked really well is when we work with entrepreneurial parents, that works actually really well because what the parents yeah. don't realize is that they can actually get their kids involved in their yes. business. And usually kids, yeah, right. usually the parents like, I don't have time for that. Right. But there is a way to do it. There's like a whole strategy around that. Right. That if the parents, you know, just take one little skill set that they could have their child do for them. And yeah, it's going to take a little bit of time. But there's so many resources too. Yeah. So when when the parents get them involved just in little ways and then it starts to grow. Like I have that's what I do with my son. I have one of my son, two well, two of them are very good at video editing. And so I can just this morning I had um, a podcast that I was on and I got the files for that. And so I sent that on to my 14 year old and said, I need you to, he's going to kill me, 15 year old, if he sees this, 15 year old, <laughs> I need you to create this into um, TikTok videos. And, but I really want to use it for, he knows how to do that. And then for reels too on Instagram. That's so he awesome. will take the yeah. 30 seconds. I tell him where to start, where to stop and, and do the text overlay. He le- he enjoys doing that kind of stuff. And right. Like, he can make a yeah. whole career out yeah. of that. Let me tell you. I know exactly. <laughs> that's a lot yeah, of us out there who pay big money for that. Yeah. yeah that's exactly. fantastic. Really. Mm-hmm. And that's, and I, I'm glad you touched on it, Renee, because that's what I wanted to point out as well. Like as you were talking about the story and the whole family being involved is because I deal with a lot of um, entrepreneurs as well. Um, and I know that they're parents and I love the fact that you have, you have shown them, listen, your kids can be involved. In fact, it can be beneficial for your kids to be involved. Not just the fact that you get help because you can get somebody helping you, but also the fact that you are now instilling in them something that they can take forever. They can take with them wherever they go. Right. So that's really, really powerful. Um, And I'm really, you know, glad that you and your husband are doing that and that your kids are like, you know, having that mindset because they're going to be the ones creating everything we're going to need in the future. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They they are the future. Yeah. Yeah. They are. They really, really are. Right. So I want to talk to you about your business though. So tell me a little bit more about your, your um, company and what, you know, what you make. Yeah. So the skincare is, it's a three. So like I said, it's a three ingredient lotion bar. So what I found is that it's only three ingredients, beeswax, shea butter, and coconut oil. And the way we even described it at the farmer's market is these are edible ingredients. You know, these are all, you can, I mean, not the beeswax, something you want to chomp on or whatever, but all of those things are, are edible. They can be used in cooking. Everybody knows that about coconut oil. Same thing with shea butter. You can fry with it. And beeswax is actually edible, even though it's not that tasty, but if it's okay for you to eat it, it's totally okay for your skin. It's completely safe. And so we had over, over the years, we found that people would come to us because they had to be so careful about the ingredients that they were using, consuming, but also in their skincare. Like I, my son just got diagnosed with, he has all these different skin allergies. So we had blood work done and we found out that he is allergic to sunflower seeds who knew sunflower seed oils and so many things and so any kind of seeds actually not even just sunflower but he's allergic to seed um so we have to look at like he can't have doritos anymore because it's made in safflower or sunflower or just all the different kind of oils they use so a lot of people who i didn't have that issue personally so i didn't even realize how much of a thing that is but the the skincare that we um solve for dry skin is also really effective because it doesn't have all these extra additives and there's no water in it. And so usually when you have a water-based lotion, 
then it involves like having to have preservatives and additives and then companies will put the fragrances in there and people are allergic to all that stuff. Right. So right. what we found is um, over time, I just raising kids, I realized and I got to know ingredients really well that when you add like zinc oxide to an ingredient, now you have something that works really great on rash and it's also in sunscreen. So it's a, it's a mineral that's great. It's safe. It's also edible. And so all of these little things wow. that I discovered over time, just by mm -hmm. experimenting, worked to make another product. So from the lotion bar, then I was able to make a rash cream. And then um, I played around with something for my sister's adopted Ethiopian child who had uh, hair that she was trying to figure out, how do I work with his hair? So we made like a hair butter for hair. And oh, so all of these different cool. ideas that were yeah. same base of ingredients or just switching one or two out for something else can make a whole new product. So uh, lip balm. So we just, it, it's almost gotten like too much. Like I, right. I need to stop, <laughs> slow down, right. so just, like slow those things down. And years ago, because it's just, it ends up being a lot. Yeah, but, it is a lot. Yeah. yeah, it is a lot. And when you have something good, though, um, the, people will always be like um, true to the what to that one thing that they love so yeah. much, right? So I'm sure your lotion bar probably sells out a lot because yeah, it, because it's one. your thing. It was your main thing, right? Yeah. Exactly. So what's the name of the company? It's called Made On Skincare because back in the day when we first started, we actually signed the back of the products on the sticker with the, and that was kind of inspired by the sea salt in France that we had. And it's like, Oh, I love that. So we call it made on. And then we put the date that the product was made on. So that's, we stuck oh, with that name. Smart, smart. <laughs> the website to make it easy for us. Well, thankfully it's one of those things like we didn't know we knew this, but um, to come up with an easy domain, but then the website is hard lotion because it's a solid bar. You okay. just rub it over your hands. So okay. um, that's hardlotion.com. And then, uh, but the name of the company is Made On Skincare. Made on. I love that. I love it. I love it. I got to try that because I have um, I have a uh, nephew who has always has skin issues. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to definitely go on there and, and check that out. That's fantastic. I really, really enjoyed our conversation. I love that, you know, you were able to pour into my audience who I know are listening like, what? Get your kids involved, guys, because I know that's one thing that I know a lot of you have been talking about, you know, when you're making, I know that a few people that I've worked with, you know, make like candles and things like that, right? So what a beautiful thing to teach your kids buying the ingredients. What does it mean to melt it? How you put the, you know, the wick in like that kind of stuff. So I love that you uh, poured into our future generation that way. I think that's fantastic. I also, you know, kudos to you, Renee, because homeschooling is not an easy thing to do either. That's a challenge within itself, but then to go ahead and say, you know what? Let's start a business in the middle of that. Right. <laughs> that shows that shows that you are a determined woman, full of grit. That's for sure. You made it through, so yeah, it's like we survived. <laughs> yes, yes, and you know what? Right now, too, I know that we are supposedly, and I hope we don't really go into this recession, right? But what I love is right now, I've seen more creators now than I ever have, in, you know, in my fifty years. But also the fact that. Um, this this idea that you can start in the midst of that, in the midst of the darkness, in the midst of what you think is scary, right? And also you have a product where a lot of people are now going towards that, right? Less ingredients, more mm -hmm. natural on um, the fact that it's edible, like all of those great points that 
when you started in 2008, it was already a good idea. I think right now it's a fantastic idea because more and more people are getting, you know, very savvy in consuming, right? So they're reading ingredients and, you know, learning that a lot of us have um, different kind of reactions to different foods, like your son with the sunflower seeds. He probably wasn't before and then all of a sudden is, and that's happening to a lot of people, right? And stress too. Stress affects the skin. So that's the other thing we do is we educate people on if you're having a skin skin issue, it could be due to stress. It could be sleep. It could be food. So, yeah. yeah, all of that. All of that affects us, right? So, mm-hmm. Renee, this is so really fun. I love sp- speaking to you. Um, I love the the concept and the whole idea and everything that you've come up with. So I want to make sure that my audience um, really supports you and tries your lotion bars and everything else you have to offer. So why don't you give us like uh, your website again, if you don't mind. Um, and, you know, I, I know that your husband's thing is not, I, I don't think it's launched yet or anything, is it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. It is? I, can, I can give you a five oh, second. Yeah. What yeah, we go, have ahead. go for it. <laughs> okay. Go for it. <laughs> All right. Well, the, with the skin products, if you go to hardlotion.com forward slash freebie, F-R-E-E-B-I-E, mm-hmm. there are samples there. So, okay. uh, you know, people want to try the lip balm, the lotion bar, go there. And then for our other business, it's called parenttheirpassion.com. And uh, last month we launched a workshop for kids ages 12 to 16, because really that is a sweet spot. If you wait till they're 18, you're stressing out. They don't know what they're going to do. So if you start at age 12, which is ideal, or anywhere between 12 and 16, kids are ready for this. And so basically it's a workshop that teaches kids, it's for the kids to take, how to identify those interests that are going to eventually become something that can be marketable for them. So, and it doesn't, if they want to go to college and they're just like really passionate about chemistry or they um, are, you know, interest, they've got some kind of computer skills or whatever that they have that they think that's going to be their end result. Still take our workshop because it's going to show you how you have opportunities to actually start now and find little things that will bring value to other people. And that turns into small incomes that turn into larger income. So if you go to parenttheirpassion.com, you'll see what our five kids are doing because each one is very unique. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, each of those kids has their running their own businesses and completely supporting themselves. They're doing way better than we were doing even during the so They're just great. taking off. So yeah. uh, you can read about that. And then it's the it's a twenty seven dollar workshop, so that will take kids through it. Parents are involved. I mean, are are encouraged to be involved and kind of watch that whole process. Right. I even had a mom say, "I want to take that for myself because my kids are almost on their way out of the house. And I need to do something." So right, right, to identify that passion. So that's really great, and that's all going to be in that same place in in parent yeah. their passion. Yep. Okay. Just kind of scroll around. We've got lots of information there. That's fantastic. Yay. I love this. I love all of this. I'm going to make sure that everybody like knows about this, especially the parent, their passion. Um, because I think that, that I, because I know so many parents that listen to the yeah. show, I think this is going to be very impactful for them. Yeah. Um, so I really am grateful for that. So Renee, thank you for spending time here on straight talk. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was fun talking with you. Yeah, you as well. Guys, you heard it. 
You heard it now. I want to just give a little quick shout out to all of you uh, in my audience because I just looked at my numbers and I cannot believe I'm almost to 40,000 downloads for the month. So thank you guys so freaking much for always being so supportive and amazing like you always are. I love you guys. I will make sure to link all of that great information. Isn't that great? I know you guys thought we were going to just talk about lotion bars, but we got you, huh? We talked about a lot of stuff here. And I want to make sure that you guys have a way to to expand the way you think, to grow with the way you think, and to really go out there and impact other people's lives. So thank you guys for listening, watching, sharing, all that great stuff. Until next time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.